The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Hey, of, of this month, and we've looked at various scriptures. Uh, we looked at um, Romans chapter 5, verse 17, which says that, For if by the trespass of one man, death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through one man, Christ Jesus? That you will reign through that man, Christ Jesus, as a new creation Reminded us that you are meant to excel and reign in life. Hallelujah. Emil tell someone near you, I'm meant to, to reign and excel in life. And I reign. I rule in life. Hallelujah. You know, um, another translation says this, the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to be king over all. That's Romans 5, 17, living Bible translation. But all who will take God's gift of forgiveness... And our quitters are kings of life because of this one man, Jesus. Because of this one man, Jesus. We've established over and over in this church that in line with 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse, um, chapter 5, verse 23. The man is a spirit. That man has a soul. And that man lives in a body. And so because of that nature, because of that fact that you are principally, I mean, you are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. And in line with the same scripture, Romans chapter 5 verse 17, we read earlier on this morning. The gift of righteousness was imparted into your spirit. So, so you have the, the righteousness given to you as a gift at new birth. And so since we are meant to reign based on this scripture as kings um, through the gift of righteousness, your spirit is excellent. So when we talk about your spirit, you have an excellent spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This morning, specifically, we'll be looking at excellence where it, as it relates to your body, as it relates to your soul. And when we talk about your soul, what are we talking about this morning? When we talk about your soul, we are talking about your will, your emotions, your will, your emotions, and your intellect. A lot of time, people have um, most of the challenges we have in life as a result of um, emotional related things. You know, uh, during the, the red zone, we're talking about things that bothers on emotion. You know that, you know, a lot of time, money can cause you to have emotional issues. I have this cousin. I, I've got this cousin. Anytime, you know, um, I see him and he's quiet. Once he tells me, um, bros, I'm unhappy. Once I hear that word, I know why he's unhappy. He can actually go into depression. And usually maybe his salary was paid late or they've not paid him. Are you in that category? I hope not. You know, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. I would like us to start this morning. Let's look at the scripture in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to verse 8. We will be looking at um, excellence. Where it comes to your soul, where it comes to your body, what are you supposed to do? In line with God's word, Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to 8. I read from the New Living Translation version. It says, by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We've we have received all of this by coming to know him. The one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence... He has given us great and precious promises. 
These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. In view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence. And moral excellence with knowledge. And knowledge with self-control. And self-control with patient endurance. And patient endurance with godliness. And godliness with brotherly affection. And brotherly affection with love for everyone. Hallelujah. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. There's a certain way to grow. For you to be productive. There's a way from this scripture, verse 8, there's a way someone can grow and not be productive. You can grow and be productive. Verse, 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 verse 3 actually says that God has called us by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. We're called for to show forth his praises. God is an excellent God. He expects you and I to manifest this in our lives on a daily basis. In how we conduct ourselves, we conduct our fears. When we talk about excellence, what is excellence? Some people look for, we can describe it, various descriptions of excellence. You can say that excellence means to, to refer to about the highest or a superior quality. You, can, you are talking about the highest or a superior quality of something. We may talk about excellence. It can also mean that it means for you to stand out. You stand out in life. You stand out in an area of life. You stand out in something. And then it also means that it's being the best at something. You are the best at something. You are the best at doing something. Or you are the best in a particular area or in a particular aspect of your life. Every believer should strive for excellence in life. Every believer should strive for excellence. The life of Christ gives you a supernatural ability to excel. So, by, based on your makeup, when you become born again, that life of Christ that you have at, at work in you, it gives you a supernatural ability to excel in life. You have a winning edge. You have a supernatural edge when, when it comes to life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18 it makes us to even understand how the fact that your excellence should be from one level of glory unto another. NKJV of 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18 says, But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, we are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. We are being translated from one level of glory unto, unto the other. We are being changed from one level of excellence. The level of excellence that you operated in as an individual last year. By the end of this year, you should have moved forward. Your level of excellence should have stepped up this year. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, the more you know God, the more you manifest his glory of excellence. We are changed by the Holy Spirit into who God has made us to be. The more you know God, the more you have an encounter with the Word of God, the more you spend time with the Holy Spirit, the more you realize that, uh, you know, you know there, there are some people, it takes the Holy Ghost for them to know that they should have their bath every morning. You know, I was talking to a young man once, and I you know for him to eat, he will ask the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
we are changed by the Holy Spirit into who God has made us to be. You know, when we talk about excellence, excellence is observable. You can observe it. Excellence is observable. It is not just a word that is floating in space. We can observe it. That's the Bible talks about Daniel. Bible says it's really the first thing that was found in them. They saw them. They could observe the excellence. They didn't just say, I have it on the inside. You know, people, people tell you that God looks at the earth. I mean, the Bible says that God looks at the earth, but men look at the outward appearance. It is on your outward appearance that we can know if you have an excellence, if you are operating in excellence. It's by the things that we see. It's by the things that we see around you. You know, companies, governments, private individuals are looking for excellent people. Are you one? Let me ask your neighbor, are you an excellent person? You know, a lot of time, you know, the joke in this part of the world, you hear someone, um, I don't know whether it was a singer, but I've heard that word said. I think, I don't know whether it's a word in Europe or song, I mean, or, I mean whether it's a song or there about. But sometimes you hear that word. When people want to feel really good, and then maybe someone looks very good, and then it will tell you, one wamilame, everybody ever had that, that statement before. Glory to God. They are, they are looking for you. But you, do you realize something? Maybe you've never heard it before. Okay, come on, go and Google that word. They say it somewhere. And, and then people say it. But in reality, when countries, a lot of people tell you, I want to go to Canada. I want to go to U.S. I want to relocate. I'm applying for the highly skilled. Look at the word that they, they use in U.K. They, they tell you about the highly skilled immigrant visa. All of this country, they will not just ask you, give me somebody who did not finish primary school. They will say, give me your highly skilled. Give me people who are excellent. By means of their education, by means of the things that they've done, give me an excellent person. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 29 says, Do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. Do you see a man who excels in his work? Do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings and not unknown men. If you are only standing before unknown men, you need to check your level of excellence. Because it, so from this scripture, Proverbs 22 verse 29, it means that kings naturally have a, a system around them that attracts excellent people to them. The system attracts excellent people. There's a way that, you know, um, kings, people in those kind of positions, high position of authority, they naturally attract excellent people. There are some kind of organization. If you look at their workforce, it's apparent that on the average, they have excellent people working for them. The quality of results that you see that they, they generate, the kind of performance that they bring out on an early basis. There are businesses that have started and have grown that you realize that it's because of the excellence of the owners of those business or you see a business operating and some people will buy it over and in a couple of years you will see transformation and you are wondering can we have this you know as a church i don't know remember when we first started church we used to there was no we didn't have a a a, a wall we used to drive up to the front of this building and then on red soil red soil then after a while we pour some gravel We were taking up the excellence one, I mean, one step. Every year we're getting better. 
We are where we are, but we are not where we want to be. By next year, you see something different. Beginning of this year, you had one big train. By end of January, you have, two, you have two other ones. To make it easier for you to see the lyrics, to make it easier to step up the excellence. And so, it's from one level of glory unto the other. If your church can do it, then it should be happening in your own life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, um, New Living Translation of that same scripture says, Do you see any truly competent workers? They will serve kings rather than working for ordinary people. When you work for ordinary people, you get ordinary results. You get ordinary remunerations. You get ordinary remunerations. But when you, uh, you, you, know, you, are, you work for a king, you are rewarded according to a king's reward is what you get. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What is not excellent? Cheating on your wife or your husband is not excellent. Beating your wife or husband is not excellent. You know, we must be balancing it these days because I'm hearing more of husbands being beaten than the other way around. It seems to be increasing. And I wonder what's happening. You know, failing your exams is not excellent. Being broke is not excellent. Can you name some other things that is not excellent? Tell your neighbor one other thing that is not excellent. Hallelujah. You know, generally speaking, appetite for excellence is very low in artisans. It's very low in artisans. You are doing a construction and a bricklayer, you will call a bricklayer, I need to lay eight blocks. He will come. He will lay the first one. He said, let me get a bottle of water. You see him after two weeks. I don't know if it has happened to anybody here before. And not only in absence, sometimes when you go to, you know, why is it that a lot of people tell you I don't want to be in civil service? In some civil servants, the level of excellence is very low. It is very low. And in a lot of non-civil servants, you know, it's always easy for us to point civil service. A lot of non-civil service in entrepreneurs. Have you ever given a tailor a dress to sew. And you, you told him to make a dress. And by the time you saw the dress, I don't know what you will say. <laughs> you know, it's exact opposite that you will get. I remember a, someone was called the painter and said, the painter started painting. He painted white. He was also paint the person's house white all through. And then the painter was supposed to go and, go and touch up again. And the painter got there and started, he bought that same paint himself. By the time we went to inspect, half of the house was white, the other half was green. He bought the paint. He painted the white, painted the green. And it was supposed to be a pure white building. Hallelujah. Always go the extra mile. Always go the extra mile in life. 
An excellent spirit means an excellent attitude. An excellent spirit means an excellent attitude. You know, like say, I mean, you know, most of the time, if, I mean, let, let me tell you this one. Stop giving the tude at work. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Just give you the tude. Stop giving the tude at work. Stop giving the tude in service. If you're, you're working with your unit, don't give the tude. You know, when you're doing the next rehearsal, someone is giving you the tude. You don't have to say the artist. You just say, don't give me the tude. Stop giving the tude to your employers. Stop giving the tude to your boss. Stop giving the tude to your unit leader. You know, most of the time, excellence costs, but it's not always money. But it's always pay itself. You know, let me tell two people around you, stop giving the tude. Be excellent in hygiene. Talk about it. Be excellent where your hygiene is concerned. It doesn't take a lot of money to be clean. It just takes you dipping those clothes into the water with some soap and washing them and ironing them. And if you don't have an iron, there's no light. There's the good old process of folding the shirt, putting it under your pillow, and it will be straight. You know, I said we're talking about it affects your, your body. So brush your teeth. Use mouthwash. Some people fail interviews because of, no, of not used brushing well or using a mouthwash. I thank God for nose mask that saved us from a lot of things. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me ask a neighbor. Let me turn you on. Say neighbor. I hope your mouth is not smelling. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Use roll-on. Use deodorant. Use perfume. See, listen, I, I had a minister of gospel I mean, say it in this way. He actually said, he said, the gospel should get right under your armpit. The gospel should get right under your armpit. Hallelujah. Wash and iron your clothes. Basic things that we can do. We, we've taken it for granted that people do. You know, read good books for your development. Read good books. God gave you a mind. Use it. One of the ways you use your mind is by reading. Read good books. Develop your mind. Develop. Don't, be, don't only be heavenly useful and earthly useless. Exercise your body. Exercise your body. Stretch that body. Exercise. Exercise your body. Part of being excellent. Listen to me. To live a long life, a long life, God will satisfy you. But if you eat anyhow, you don't exercise your body, you realize that after a while, your spirit that is very excellent cannot stay in a body that is not excellent. The spirit will check out. That's one reason why some people die early if they don't take good care of their body. Because your body is your earth suit. Your body is what gives you the right to live on earth. When you are excellent, you start coming in late. Hallelujah. You start coming in late to church. You start coming in late for meetings. You stop coming in late to work. You stop coming in late. So, you know, 
God deserves the best, show up and in good time. God deserves your best, including coming to church with a clean car. I didn't say that, right? Someone will say, God looks at the heart. But we say, I mean, we as men, we see your outward appearance. You need to know that men look at the outward appearance. Men look, God can grant you the favor to get, they selected your CV for an interview. They selected your contract, your proposal. They now invited you to have a conversation with you. But the aroma that was oozing out, allowed, I mean, they quickly rounded off the meeting. Hallelujah. You don't know who is watching the kind of job that you do. You don't know. Most of the time, men are watching. Men are observing you. They are noting the things that you do and how you are doing it. You know, one of the things that stood Joseph out, when we look at Joseph and John talking about excellence, the fact that Joseph gave good quality service in his father's house. He gave good quality service in Potiphar's house. So in, in prison, all the way to the palace. So it is ir irrespective of your status, of where you are in life, you can exhibit excellence. You can display excellence. They, I mean, Joseph didn't just say, oh, this one life has dealt with me. You know, kill Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. You know, life to me, I was thrown inside the pit. And so let me die in the pit. I was thrown into as a servant to Potiphar. I will die there. He gave his best he, he, he showed excellence in the way he handled things that Potiphar left everything to him. When he got to prison, it wasn't just money and say, oh, in prison, this is what happened. I am in prison now. And because I'm in prison for what I didn't do. We, you know, he, he wasn't wallowing in self-pity or in regret. He gave his best service while he was in prison as well. And ultimately, he, I mean, you know, this brought him to the palace. It's God that promotes. God is the one that promotes. And a lot of times, if you work for people, God will work through people. Sometimes, maybe if you work in some organization, they do promotion calibration meetings. I remember many years ago, I used to work for an organization. When I joined that business, we used to, um, you know, I was coming from, the, from, from, from a smaller frame where we wear suits to work every day. I joined this new organization, and they wear T-shirt every day. So I started wearing a T-shirt. When it was time to promote for promotion, the MD actually told my boss that there's an expectation of the way they expect a lawyer to dress that he doesn't dress like a lawyer. That was how I missed out on service, on promotion that year. Guess what I did the next year? I suited up. But now you, so it might have been excellent for you to understand your environment. Who are your customers? How do you, uh, uh, what is your presentation? How do you engage them? You know, if you remember the story of Joseph, the Bible spoke about Joseph. He uh, said that when the king called him, lest the odor and the aroma of the prison to allow the king to say, move away. I don't want you to move near me. The Bible said he changed his gown, he, he shaved, he cleaned himself up. And then he wore a new robe and appeared before the king. He was going for an interview. An interview to be made the CEO of that corporation. He dressed for the occasion. As I wrap up this morning, number one, in conclusion, a couple of things I want you to note. 
your character should be better than before. Your character should be better than before. When we talk about excellence. The second point, reading the word and fellowship with the Holy Spirit will help you excel in life. Number three, you need to challenge your default beliefs if you want to excel. You need to challenge your default beliefs if you want to excel. If you are going to excel in life, you need to challenge your default belief. You know, one of, the default, one of those default beliefs that you need to challenge if you want to excel is the fact that you realize that a lot of people, they are angry with people who are excelling. They are angry with someone. One of the visible ways sometimes, sometimes that you can know when people are doing well, maybe someone has a good job and is being well paid and maybe he drives a car and then people are annoyed with him. Is it because you are driving a car? And then you start, if you, whatever you despise, you cannot attract. And so when it comes to excelling in life, you know, challenge your default belief. Were you raised to believe that everyone who lives in a, who, who, who lives in, 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 a, in, in a kind of estate that they are all thieves? Everyone who drives an SUV is a, is, a, is, a, is a thief. Because it's your default belief, it can never come to you. Because on the inside, you, you've already believed that for you to have some kind of income, you must be a thief. So challenge your, your default beliefs. A lot of people believe that, oh, if your parents are not rich, you cannot get jobs in certain places. They limited themselves to human connections. You've got to challenge that and reconnect yourself back to God. Knowing that it's actually, as you fellowship with, with, with the word of God, and spend time with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is at work, you know, and it can change things on our inside. And cause you to live a life of excellence. Create an atmosphere of excellence in your home and for your children. Create an atmosphere of excellence uh, um, in your home and for your children. Take them out. Go out. See new things. Learn new things. Talk to people that will challenge your level of excellence. Visit people who are talking, and when they are talking, what you are dreaming of was what they used to end maybe 10 years ago. It will challenge you, and you can aspire for more, you can aim for more. You should determine to be the best that God wants you to be. Determine to achieve all that God has made available to you. Determine to be the best that God has made available to you. There are things that God has made available to you. You should determine at every point in life that I'm going to be the best that God wants me to be. And so don't just limit yourself based on the standard of what you know or what you see. There is a higher place. There are better things in store for you. Hallelujah. There are things that God has planned. There are things God has prepared for you. You know, like the song that we, we sang um, before um, I started teaching God's word this morning. He says, I raise a hallelujah. If you understand the background of that song, when those people sang that song, one of the things that happened was that, you know, sickness struck someone's child in a particular church. And they started praying. It appears as if nothing would rise. And in the midst of that trouble, God gave that song. I raise a hallelujah. You know, sometimes we go through challenges in life. Sometimes there are situations. That's not the time to give us. That's the time for you to turn to God in the place of prayer. And that's the time for you to turn to God and receive strength from God. You know, if you realize that the results you have been obtaining has not been excellent, 
in life, you are not being generating excellent results. This is the time for you to turn to God in the place of prayer and receive strength from one level of glory unto another, from one level of excellence unto another. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. This, this morning, I would, like, I would like you to bow down your heads for prayer. As we pray this morning. I want you to pray this morning. Whether you are in your homes, whether you are in the auditorium this morning, I would like you to pray this morning. I would like you to pray and, you know, pray to God and let him know how you want to be the best that God wants you to be. Let God know, Lord, I want to be the best that you've created me to be in life. I want to get the best of results. And where I am, this is not my final destination. Hallelujah. I want you to, to, I want you to pray this morning and say, I mean, I, you know, I'm going to lead you us in a prayer. Say with me. Say, Lord, you have entrusted me with so much. Let me live so that I never bring shame to your name in Jesus' name. I want you to lift up your voice where you are and pray. And this morning, if you feel that if there is any area, any aspect of your life, you have not been producing excellent results, I want you to open your mouth and begin to pray right now. Pray for God's hand to rest upon you in this season of your life, at this time of your life. Pray for God's hand to rest upon you. Pray for his hand to rest upon you and cause you to produce excellent results. To produce results in line with his will for your life. To produce results in line with his purpose for your life. For you to produce results in the different areas and aspects of your life. Glory to God. God has created him. Come and lay hold on the excellence you have in Christ Jesus. Ask God for fresh oil this morning. Fresh anointing for you to pro produce excellent results. As you cross over into the month of March, come and lift up your hands to God. Lift up your voice to God and say, Lord, let your anointing come upon me to produce excellent results in this month of March that we are crossing over into and that we are stepping over into in the name of Jesus. I ask that you order my steps Order my steps, orchestrate situations and circumstances to favor me, to favor the works of my hands, for your will to be done in my life. Come on, try lift up your voice and pray this morning. Lift up your voice and pray this morning. Pray about this month we are stepping into. Tonight we are crossing over into a new month. The first two months of this year has gone. As we cross into March, come and lift up your voice and pray this morning. Lift up your voice and pray. Ask God for a change. Ask God for a transformation. Ask God for new levels, new doors. Open doors by the authority in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. Father, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your anointing resting upon your people, causing us to produce excellent results in the different areas and aspects of our lives. As we cross over into this part of marriage, we give you the praise and the glory. For in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-0000. 
0640.